your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. In fact, that's a bunch of malarkey. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. You've just tuned in to the greatest podcast nobody's ever heard of. DNR Radio. That's right, week seven, DNR Radio. Welcome back. This is the post-holiday I am too stuffed to move. We didn't do a show this week on time because it was Turkey Day extravaganza. You're in the turkey coma. That is true. That is Dark Side. I'm Russ. Welcome back to the show. We hope your turkey day was as uh, filling and festive as mine. How was yours, Dark Side? Uneventful, shockingly. Uneventful. Really? Drama free. (laughs) That rarely happens in my family. So who was stoned? Um, I, I figured my yeah. mom must have been, but I don't know, well, dude. What was in that stuffing? I, I think my mom must have stuffed the bird with something a little different. Yeah, yeah. that's all I'm talking about. Everybody, like no, everybody was cool, though. It was weird. Like, we usually, at some point or another, somebody pisses somebody off and, you know, typical. And nothing, dude. Like, it literally went off without a hitch. It was a good time. Yeah, it was actually all right. You know, I'm driving over there, and it happens with every one of my family get-togethers, and you know, driving over there, and you're preparing for the worst. You're expecting the worst. You're expecting something stupid to happen. A dumb comment gets lobbed out there, and somebody takes it the wrong way, and all hell fire flies. And so I'm driving over there expecting that. And uh, as I'm driving home last night, I was almost like a zombie. I was not just because I stuffed my fat ass with more turkey than I can imagine, but yeah. I'm like a zombie. I'm like. How did we get away with that? How did this happen? How did nothing go wrong? Everybody was on the same page. Everybody. And not a single word about politics. Really? Yeah, nothing. Wow. I mean, I don't know how that happens. There's either politics or religion comes yeah, up. Yeah, nothing. Well, I guess it's probably because I, I'm lucky I come from a family where, for the most part, everybody's on the same page as it comes to like politics and religion. So, you know, that might have done it. Our arguments aren't about that. I know a lot of people have arguments that their family get-togethers about politics or religion. Our arguments are dumb stuff. It has nothing to do with that. Somebody will say the sky is blue and the fires get lit. So that's how the, the arguments and drama usually happen. But the, no, this, like, nothing, dude. Amazing. I I, could, I, I wish mine was of, of similar. Yeah, how's yours? <laughs> So, uh, my daughter's in from college, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we had planned to go uh, to Pennsylvania to uh, my mother's house, and we'll all get together there. Instead, it was at my sister's house. And so I said, okay, we'll go. Uh, we'll be late because my girls want to go to the uh, BCBE game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with the weather and everything, we said, you know what? We're going to skip it this year. Skip the game. Skip the game. Yep. Get an early start, get up to Pennsylvania, and have good times with family. Yeah, sounds nice. Guess what time I pulled out my driveway? <laughs> Probably after the game ended. 12.05 p.m. <laughs> so long after the game ended. <laughs> to drive to East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. How long of a drive is that? It took me until 3.20 in the afternoon. Crap. So we get out there, right? Now, we're expecting that everybody's going to be there waiting for us, like all kinds of upset and everything, right? Nope. So my sister had a furnace issue. Uh 
she had to clean out the furnace and didn't know how to do it. So my father had to do it. So the heat wasn't on. So the turkey didn't get in the oven. Stuffing wasn't done. She stuffed the bird, put the turkey in late. The turkey was mistimed, came out, was still half raw because of the stuffing in it. All said and done. We didn't sit to eat until 7, 30, 8 o'clock at night. Holy cow. Now, usually that's when you're having your turkey and stuffing sandwiches. The yeah. after, right? Yeah. right? So we're just sitting down at dinner at that time. Now, dinner went off without a hitch. It was a great dinner. A fantastic job done by my mom, my sister. My dad did a, a deep-fried turkey. My mother oh, did an nice. oven turkey. My sister did an oven turkey. We had three turkeys. Three, how many people three were there? We had a gazillion. So it was, really? uh, let's see, my, uh, my brother King. Uh, and Gemma from Social Downfall Radio, they were there. Uh, my sister, her two kids, my parents, uh, my kids, Paulette and, and, and the twins and the dogs. and wow. uh, We had everybody there. So all kinds of stuffing, pies, cakes. Uh, it was, the dinner went off great. The after-dinner festivities were fantastic. Uh, the the off-color jokes and innuendos <laughs> at the table were fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my mother did not condemn us to hell, as she usually does. Oh, she, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Irish Roman Catholic. We oh, can't, yeah, yeah, my so, mom. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that all went great. So then uh, didn't sleep a wink because yeah, I'm not at home. I'm not in my my castle. Yeah, but even after the turkey? Oh, uh, no, I wasn't. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get comfortable. See, I had, I had to work third shift last night, and I was comatose by like two in the morning. <laughs> Hit the fan, I'm done. <laughs> well, thankfully, oh, there was no uh, uh, situations that came up that needed dark side intervention. Yeah, no kidding. And yeah, uh, but, it I mean, was a good you, night. We ate early. We ate, well, early. We ate like early compared to what you did. Yeah. We, we mean, ate around five, and... I had to be in work for 10, and I was feeling it, dude. If you ate at, like, 7, 7.30, I dig the fact that you're out of your element. You don't have your own bed. And I have a hard time sleeping in those situations, too. One of these days, let me tell you this story about when I had to go to Myrtle Beach. I'll tell you about hanging out with all the street people at, like, 2 in the morning. I can't sleep when I'm out of my element. <laughs> but, you know, I figure with all the turkey, that's almost like smoking a bone before you go to bed. You're, like, done, You dude. would think. You would think. No. You had a hard time. Done. <laughs> So I got, like, no sleep, <clears throat> get up. Uh, uh, my, my father had to go to work. My sister had to go to work. So then we take the, the, the her kids and, and the twins uh, and go to my mother's house where That's my daughters this are this morning. Okay. And we're like, okay, we're going to eat breakfast. And, and my daughter had to get back here because she had some errands to run uh, with some friends uh, because she needs to be back at the airport for 8 o'clock tomorrow morning and go back to school. Okay. So... Uh, yeah, we didn't leave my mother's house till after twelve. So that's horrible. And then we're coming back, and now we're running into all of the Black Friday traffic. I was gonna say yesterday, today. How was the traffic? Oh, it was. I tried to beat it, and because of our tardiness, was not able to do so. So, so you're talking? It's an average three hour drive to get there. It uh, really shouldn't be. I should be able to do it in two hours, maybe two and a quarter. Okay, so the extra hour or so was because of holiday it was traffic. Because of, uh, uh. of the other uh, not well trained vehicular operators on the road. Yep. So you know you got your uh, uh, Massachusetts sphincters, and we know what we call them. Massholes. I uh, see what I'm saying, and then yep. you got. Uh, People from Jersey and from New York that think that the left lane is, well, you know, they are liberal states, so they're entitled to that left lane, right? So the libertards are owning that yeah. left lane. And, and me being a former commercial driver, kind of get frustrated with what we call four-wheelers on the road that can't handle their 
can't yeah. handle their liquor. Can't handle the load. They can't. So mm-hmm. uh, that that drive back and forth, hitting the mall traffic. I was not a happy camper during the transition period. Yeah, you seem a little verklempt today. I I want <laughs> excellent word. I am digging that word, yeah. verklempt. Yes, I I was during my ride, and then with my my uh, leg condition still mm-hmm. ticking me off and putting uh, me in a little mental funk. Yeah. Yeah, not not liking it. I'm reading up on research on how to deal with uh, lymphedema. And, oh, you got to massage it this way, massage it this way. And got one lady on YouTube that's like, well, you got to get close to the bikini line, but don't touch the Ooh. bikini line. Ooh. Okay. Well, that's no. no fun. No, well, I know. If we're going to do Ooh. it, I want right. full gusto, right? Yeah, happy ending. Go harder, go home. <laughs> That's right. That's it. <laughs> so Ba-dum-bums. now, I mean, do you have now? Here's let me ask you this: as far as the travel goes, are you the you're driving, right? Are you king of the radio? I am. All right. So I no. I had to fight for that. No, 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 On no, no. Road no. trips. I got to fight for that. It's, I have this thing, right? My house, my rules. Yeah. My car, my rules. I'm driving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, if you're driving. You can pick the radio station until your uh, attention is turned elsewhere, and then I'll try to commandeer it. Right. But I went, and I and my car, it's a 2005, so it doesn't have all the amenities when it comes to the stereo side. It doesn't have yeah. the aux cord plug and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to buy an FM transmitter for it. Mm-hmm. Right? So I did that, and, and I got my iTunes going, and I'm jamming my stuff, and uh, they're a little concerned because we'll go from metallica or pantera and then i'll also have tchaikovsky oh <laughs> you know, eclectic a, a bit eclectic i do the same thing slayer taste, to john right? denver it is what it is oh see now, speaking of yeah so they got a commercial out now that plays one of his songs right yeah, yeah. i kind of i grew up listening to him. my parents had the vinyl right love john denver i love him yeah i think he's a fantastic singer love his song he comes on or i play him on on my itunes and Paulette wants to tear the wallpaper off the walls. Oh, not a John Denver fan? Not just a John Denver fan. She thinks he's the second coming of Satan. Oh, dude. Just I'm going to have to have a talk with her. Yeah, we're going to have oh. to. She she hates. He is one of my, fa- literally, like, one of my Great favorite. Voice. One of my Fantastic favorite artists. Voice. I love his melodies oh, and yeah. harmonics and, nope. Oh, the look I get. But you're driving, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right? <laughs> my car, my rules. Yeah. See, when we go down to visit my mother-in-law, she lives. She moved from up here in Connecticut down to uh, South Carolina. She she lives right outside of Hilton Head, which is right on the border of Savannah, Georgia. I mean, it's just right down it's right there. right there, yeah. Yeah. And um, it's, I don't know, it takes about like 13, 14 hours, depending. When we drive down there to visit, we go down every April. When we drive down there, we drive through the night. You know, make it easy. It's the only way I'm, to do it. I'm a third shifter, so right. I'm cool with driving all night long. So we'll leave at like five at night. We'll get down there after some pit stops and stuff around eight in the morning. But it's cool because everybody's asleep, or for the most part. Yeah. You know, they're all crashed out. So I'm I'm king of the road right then. You know, I got my own tunes I can listen to. The way home, coming back home, we drive during the day because I spent the week or ten days, whatever we're down there for, accommodating myself to day shift. So on the way home, we're driving during the day. I have three kids, five years old, seven years old, 16 years old. There is no easy way to get any kind of entertainment in that vehicle that everybody is going to agree on. Nope. I have to sit there and we have to play, well, here's a half hour for you and here's a half hour for you. And 
you know, my son, 16 years old, God bless him, listens to Skinner, listens to ACDC, you know, Black Sabbath. I'm hip with his half hour. I'm cool with it. I'm like, yeah, dude, all right. We're... Until Barney has to come on. When when the bear, my seven-year-old daughter, the bear, when she puts her picks on, it's that crap Katy Perry and all this. I'm like. <laughs> you all know, the so, bubblegum pop. Oh, my God. And so, But I'm trying to use my, like, you know, mental image, like, okay, Katy Perry, Katy Perry. I'm like, that works out bouncy, all right. Bouncy, bouncy. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right with that. But the music, oh my God, it's freaking horrible. It's t- I can't, I can't deal with it. I'm, th- I'm in my head. I'm like James Taylor, John Denver, and trying to get it out of my head. But yeah, the, the road trips are pretty freaking. What's the, what's the five year old digging? I mean, you got the, you know, you showed the other two. What's the you know, to digging? be honest with you, he really doesn't have a say. He don't care. No, he doesn't care. He's in his own world, dude. He did that- lose his first tooth. He lost two of them. Two of them. He lost the second one the other day at school, and then lost the freaking tooth showing it off to people on the bus. The Tooth Fairy found it, though, didn't, didn't well, you? Well, the Tooth Fairy had to pay the freak up. <laughs> but, you know, the Tooth Fairy didn't find crap. I went on the bus. I'm, like, talking to the dude. I'm like, listen, if you find a tooth hanging around on the bus somewhere, I'm like, it wasn't from some kind of physical altercation, so ease up on that. You ain't got to worry. I'm like, <laughs> no, my, no reports are needed. No, no. There's no puddle of blood hanging out with a tooth, not like back in my day. But, no, it's... It, uh, yeah, tooth fairies getting expensive, dude. Oh, Bad expensive. There's so much going on. There, there I just is. need a vacation, bro. Well, your 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 Wednesday was a little little hectic. Wednesday sucked. We, that's when we were supposed to originally record the right. day before Thanksgiving. Right. Got a pre-Thanksgiving show. It in. was supposed to be. And uh, it was. I was getting ready to come over here to do the recording, and you know that she'll fix dinner for the kids while I'm gone. You know, and if I'm lucky, maybe there'll be some leftovers for me when I get home. And I go down into my basement. I got a freezer down in there, you know. So I went to get, like, meatballs or something out of the freezer for them to make. And uh, my furnace is probably a good 10 feet away from where the where the freezer is. And I noticed a little bit of black soot on the on the vent pipe, the flue pipe. That's never good. No. It was like what you were saying with your sister had a problem with the pipe all backed up and stuff. I didn't clean it this year. Like an idiot, I totally forgot. I had, a, I had a guy clean it out last year, did a fantastic job. I'll, I'll get his name for you. Um, but I'm looking at it, and it's caked in black soot. Caked. And I got nervous. I work, Again, I work third shift. They're home. They could sleep through a freaking atom bomb. So if the house filled up with black smoke, none of them are going to know. So I panicked, you know. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, I got to call this, call the furnace guy. The day before Thanksgiving, I'm like, you know, maybe I could wait till Friday. Maybe he'll say it's not that bad. Nope. He's like, yeah, dude, you got to take care of that. He's like, I'll be over in a little while. I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to throw you off. It is the day before Thanksgiving. He's like, don't worry about that. He's like, you know, I wouldn't be able to eat and and rest easy on Thanksgiving. If your house was burnt to the ground. Knowing that your house is, yeah, in jeopardy and your family's in jeopardy. This guy is fantastic. He ended up so I, that's when I called you to unfortunately postpone our our shindig here. But uh, this guy came over and he's looking at. It, he's like, "Yeah, that's not bad." He goes, "You wouldn't. It would. The furnace wouldn't have made it the weekend, and there could have been some severe problems. The whole thing was just backed up. I guess one of the I don't know one of the burners. It wasn't burning off enough oil. I, I don't know the intricacies of it. But this dude came over." Took the whole thing apart, cleaned it out, fixed a piece, replaced a piece, did the whole nine yards. I mean, master of his profession and got it up and running, which was cool because, again, the day before Thanksgiving, I felt bad for the guy. I sent him off with some beer. I'm like, here, dude, you know, at least at least I could do. Well, some- I mean, but is there, there's enough charge for that. 
at coming on a holiday, right? No, he no, he didn't. He didn't. He just nope. Because I've used him before in the past, you know. So I guess it's kind of loyalty. Just a regular charge, huh? Just a regular charge. Yeah, I was shocked. Who I the mean, hell is this guy? He, he does. I know he does twenty four hour emergency service, and there is a charge for that. But uh, no, he was cool as hell with me. He didn't. He didn't hit me with the extra. Is he local charge. in town? I think he's out of Waterbury. Nick, if you're listening, I'm. I'm sorry. I don't remember if you're out of Waterbury or Naugatuck, but it's Solus Heating LLC. S-O-L-L-A-S, uh, Heating, LLC. This dude, he's probably in his 30s. His father owned the company before, and I asked him. He was going out with his father since he was like five years old doing furnace cleanouts. This guy knows the ins and outs of furnaces. So if anybody out there needs any help with your furnace, you know, uh, turning on the heat, you get some black smoke, any problems, just need a general cleanout. I got an old oil burner. And uh, this your dude, house is not the youngest. No, 1920. It's almost 100 years old. Yeah, yeah. So, but he's he got that. I think the furnace he said is from like 1960s. So it's an old That's furnace. Still, it's a 50 year old furnace. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's old, but he's got it running with the efficiency of a new one. I mean, he has this thing cranking top it's notch. Humming. Oh, it's awesome. He's like, you ain't gonna have no problem. So a- anybody out there listening, dude, seriously, you got his number? I do. It's uh, where is it? 203. Four three seven eight one eight three. It's uh, Solus Heating LLC. I think he's out of Waterbury, but he travels. He's well, cool yeah, with we'll it. Make him a friend of the show. Yeah, you I'm know, gonna, that's fantastic work. Yeah, so I got, definitely got to throw him a plug for that. So anybody has any problems, give him a call. We'll, I maybe, just, you know, God forbid anything happen, I'd have to find somebody else with the initial D. <laughs> <laughs> to keep the show going, yeah, that, you know, yeah, like it, just, we got the banners yeah. and the website, and the, you know, name them Dork or something. Oh yeah, you know, Dork side. Right? I mean, my wife reminds me all the time. I'm easily replaceable. <laughs> oh yeah, and and maybe she's already tried that path. <laughs> ever, yeah, said ever ready Duracell, whatever. <laughs> yeah, except when you need it, right? That's right. So uh, you want to get in touch with uh, that Solus uh, or, or talk more to uh, Dark Side about uh, the furnace issue. You can reach out to us at our website, www.dnrradio.net, or uh, send us an email, radiodnr at gmail.com. At DNR Live is our Twitter feed, or just reach out to us on Facebook at uh, DNR Radio. We'll uh, uh, be happy to uh, respond or get you in touch with some of the friends of the show. Uh, we got Skunk Duck Designs and uh, the the banner place that your brother hooked us up with. And uh, What's the name? I forgot the name. Sorry. Oh, Graf, um, Modulex New England. Modulex. There yeah, we you go. You caught me off guard. Friends of the show. Yeah. Right? Uh, and, and as well as uh, Silas Duguid. Did yeah. you? You did it. I just did. I'm you sorry. You did. Post Turkey Day was yesterday. Post Thanksgiving, God bro. almighty, we got a plug that day. God. <laughs> sorry, bro. Uh, we yes. haven't aired it out from the last time. Well, you know, know what? We had the dogs in the next room, and they stink the high heaven, so that's fine. Oh, dude, I forgot you had dogs. I could have just blamed them. They could have. Mm-hmm. No, but we have them locked up in the living room so they don't bark during the recording, as they do sometimes. Uh, so, so, we've had a busy week. Oh, yeah. So is our friend, uh, DJT. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been uh, busy going through uh, cabinet picks and meetings and... Uh, trying to uh, avoid the press, and uh, he's not doing well with that anymore. They're, still, they're still dodging all the he's naysayers, and yeah. well, the naysayers, the naysayers are, are you know, it, it, we're gonna we're gonna touch on that real quick, right? Yeah. So, Jill Stein, who was one of the liber- libertarians mm-hmm. uh, that was running as an independent for president, uh, of course, 
had her ass handed to her. Yeah. Well, many an occasion. As most of them do. She is in Wisconsin trying to raise funds to do a an official uh, recount. She wants Wisconsin to uh, recount every vote one by one because in Wisconsin, uh, Donald Trump narrowly, very slimly beat Hillary Clinton, right? Uh, no, no fraud has ever been uh, accused, right? Uh, in, in either Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, or Michigan, but she wants recounts in all of those states. So she's uh, uh, going to formally file, uh, or she not uh, had not done so already uh, by the time the taping, uh, to try to do the recount motion uh, in Wisconsin. She wants to do the other two states next week. Uh, and uh, no, actually, uh, I just looked at it, and it was confirmed that she did apply for the formal recount in Wisconsin. Okay, but Wisconsin's only good for what ten electoral votes? I'm reading right, 10. and so we—he's we, ahead by uh, well over a uh, hundred. Yeah, why? Why? So, what's what the difference is? Come on, people, seriously, well, get over and, it. And then you she get the people who who jeez. We'll go with the popular vote because now, according to the hand counts that they're doing in California, uh, that now puts Hillary at a two million vote popular vote lead. Right, and that out of three hundred and seventeen million, whatever our right. population is, I mean that's still a fraction. Right. So, I mean, let's be real about this. It's it's a waste but, of time. But these people want to eliminate the electoral college so then at that point the only people that might as well vote are los angeles uh new york chicago, chicago new york chicago, you know the bigger metropolis would let the coasts decide what the rest of the country it's, it's just but it can't ridiculous. work that way no and, and we're going we're to touch on this a little bit uh we're going to pass some knowledge on so we don't live in a true democracy federally Okay, now in your state, in your town, yes, it's a democracy. Majority rules. Right. You vote for the mayor, right? Yeah, that's Ken all here, vote. right? Yeah, it's fifty percent plus one. Yeah, simple majority. Mm -hmm. Majority rules. You win the election. You're either uh, selectman, city councilman, mayor. Uh, same thing when it comes to state representatives in your state legislature. Yeah, you know your your. Uh, uh, state House of Representatives or your state Senate, uh, same thing with governor, simple yeah. majority. Yep. Federally, we don't work on a simple majority because of the fact that we have 50 individual states. Now, the way the states are set up, they are 50 individual territories. They make their own rules. They make their own laws. They run their government based upon a system that fits for them. That's why some states are states and some are commonwealths. Yeah. The Commonwealth of Massachusetts, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the state of Connecticut. Different rules. They're differently laid out. There's different constitutional laws for each of those states. So the federal government is nothing more than a democratic republic. Mm -hmm. It is a union, and we touched upon this a couple of weeks ago. It's just like any Teamsters union, AFL-CIO union, you, as a singular person, pay into a union. That union's job 
is to look out for your benefit on a larger scale, whether it's with uh, lobbying for state rules or it's working with your employer to make your uh, pay or benefits or working conditions better. You pay somebody for that help, somebody who's going to look out for your interests. That is what Uncle Sam is. Mm -hmm. The federal government is nothing more than the, uh, uh, the union local, right? All 50 states partake in the union. That's why they all send representatives to Washington, D.C. to be a part of the union process. They all work together and they negotiate together. They vote together. Simple majority in that aspect when it comes to the rules and laws and bylaws and committees that run the federal government. When it comes to electing our president, the guy who's going to head the union, you can't have just popular vote, right? Popular vote is where the majority wins. However, the population density in some of our areas are just too deep. Yeah. So That's that what makes it unfair. It would make it completely mm-hmm. unfair, and we would be run by 300 counties out of the 30,000 counties in yeah. this country, yeah. right? So our founding fathers are actually quite geniuses when they thought this up. Mm-hmm. In order to give each state, each territory, a, a an equal voice in their federal government, and in their union, to give them an equal say in their union— They were given a certain amount of electoral college votes. They created the electoral college. Those electoral college people are representatives of their state. They vote based upon the popular vote of that state. Right. So California, huge popular vote for Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. Almost non-existent for Donald Trump. Right. So Hillary won the majority vote in California. By constitutional law, those electoral votes, 55 of them, Mm -hmm. have to be tossed for Hillary Clinton. Those electoral voters cannot deviate. Now, they they can, but there's bylaws and and some uh, situationals where they can be fined or they can be uh, 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 censured. Right. So yeah, I mean, nothing real bad can happen yeah, it's to them. Not like they're going to go to jail or anything. But okay. you'll lose your, you know, you're going to get thrown out as an electoral voter, and they'll get somebody else in there, right? And they don't want to do that. That person who holds that ticket wants to hold <laughs> that ticket. It's like uh, you have the golden ticket. Yeah. So uh, each each state has these electoral college members, and then on December fifteenth, following a uh, presidential election, all the electoral college members get together. And they actually cast their votes. The official votes. The official mm-hmm. votes for president of the United States. Right. So while we have declared Donald Trump the winner, okay, based upon the number of states that he won and those electoral college votes that are included in each of those states, yeah, that gives Trump the majority of electoral college votes. Right. So people are now either pushing for the electoral college members to abandon those states' votes that they are committed to cast, or they want to eliminate the Electoral College altogether. If you were to do that, you would have to eliminate the states. To make the presidential election work by popular vote only, you have to eliminate all state governments 
and all states. So basically, borders are done. State there would borders, be no nothing. states. Mm. We would have one centrist government, one federal government that would run the entire show. Now, they can designate uh, either ambassadors or call them governors, like in ancient colonial times, right. where the king would designate a governor of a territory. Territories, yeah. And they would, they would manage... That those territories, almost like a fiefdom, a feudal system, so to speak. We'll go back to the Stone Age. So people need to understand how our country actually works before they open their mouth and, and start spewing this rhetorical garbage that we right. keep hearing. Listen, it doesn't matter who won. The votes in the states count. Now, Jill Stein thinks that maybe she can overturn some of them by getting a recount because it's so close. I think it's a moot point. Yeah, I hope so. You know, I mean, a state like Pennsylvania could could be close to swaying well, things. But Why is she going after that one state? What would you say? Wisconsin? Wisconsin's the first state. Why, so she wants Wisconsin. That's only She 10, wants though. Pennsylvania. And, and okay, she, Pennsylvania had what, 22? Is that some, and Michigan. somewhere in there? All right. So she thinks that by casting that level of doubt, that maybe electoral college voters will reconsider. Yeah, but, okay, so she wants to do a, a recount in these particular states. Well, on the other hand of it, what about, you know, there was that problem on, on, elect, uh, on election day of the electronic booths. Um, and they actually had it in the news. Uh, you know, people going in and they're pressing for trump pence and it kept switching over to uh to the clinton ticket and you know just on the electric electric ones well how about a recount on those how many people walked out of the booths that day who went in and pressed donald trump and and ended up walking out of the booth not realizing that it switched over to clinton how are you going to do a, a recount on that right. it's easy to recount the paper ballots i mean that's that's hard proof you could see it right there but you can't you can't do an accurate recount. If any of those counties in that state used the electronic ones, they were proven to have faults. They were proven to have some flaws in the system. And Pennsylvania is one of those states. Yeah. How are you going to be able to to effectively holding back the absolutely absurd thought of just doing a re-election? I mean, that's absurd. That's not going to happen. That, no, that would never happen. That that's that's this is why insane. Neither the Hillary camp or the Trump camp are making any changes to what they're doing right now. Well, that we know of. That's, that's, that's one thing I was thinking about. So it's all in the news with Trump uh, interviewing people, going through you know his cabinet picks and everything. Um, do, what do you think she's doing? I mean, hearing all the news that there's such a grassroots campaign to— Well, she was shopping in Chappaqua on Wednesday. Uh, I saw that picture. You saw that another, picture. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're another, uh, another staged photo shoot, if you it ask was, me. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it the same woman? It looked kind of like the same woman. A little bit, a yeah. little bit. And, of course, Bill holding the camera once again. Well, well you know, somebody he's got to have a job to do he's somewhere. He's got to do something, yeah. right? He can't have any more interns. You think she's there, though, like trying to, behind closed doors, pick her cabinet if on the— you know, listen, I'm a firm believer. Nothing's going to change. President-elect Trump is going to be our president come January 20th. That's just the way it is. People need to get over it. 
That's my personal feeling, and I, I know a lot of others share the same feeling, but do you think her sitting at home listening to all these grassroots campaigns and all these people want to change the system because they're butt hurt that they didn't win, do you think she's at home trying to line up her cabinet on the absolute far-off shot that it, it works for her? I, I think mean, that's she knows the system won't let it. Right. The system will not allow this to happen. Hmm. There's safeguards in place that once these elections are done, yeah. they're done. Once these states have certified, and Jill Stein's going to blow all this money out there, and they're going to try to do this. But these these counts, if they are recounts, if they are approved and they are done, they're not going to be done until well after January 20th. After you already have a president sworn in. Yeah, it's too late then. Sorry about you your luck. You can't unswear a president and cabinet in. Okay. I just you, You'd have to impeach him, uh, accuse him of a crime, and, and convict him of that crime in the Senate in order to start a removal proceedings, in which case then you have to go by law to the vice president. Now, if you remove him because of that same structure... Well, now you just speaker of the house, you right? Put the, the speaker of the house right. is. So either way, a Republican's a president, right? So and what is Jill Stein looking to accomplish? Yeah. Well, I think it's just again, it's just him. You know, all these people just have it out for him. They hate him. Hey, you know, I get it. He said some stuff. Big freaking deal. They he hate said stuff. Him. I know. I don't get it, dude. It is what it is, I suppose. He's just, you know, he's a guy. He's already done more, in my opinion, for the states and for the for the inner cities, for the police. Law enforcement freaking love the guy. I'll they tell do. you that firsthand. Law enforcement love the guy. The world loves him. We're at DEFCON 5. He's done more for, for this country since he's been uh, the president-elect than the lame duck's been doing in eight years in office. Yes, so, I agree. You know, people just need to give him a chance back. Give peace a chance. Speaking of giving chances, he's Ooh. trying to give a lot of people chances in his cabinet. We're going to look at some of them when we get back. That was that was a quick half hour. I yeah, don't know where that went. Yeah, time flew, dude. Jeez, Christ. Don't go anywhere. DNR Radio will be right back. Sports radio host, producer, news anchor. A few of many, many more careers that the Connecticut School of Broadcasting can lead you to. Go CSB.com or 1-800-TV-RADIO to schedule your studio tour. With an on-hands approach and instructors being broadcast professionals themselves, you're guaranteed to get a first-class learning experience. Get your career in the broadcasting field started the right way. Sports radio host, producer, news anchor, the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Go CSB.com or 1-800-TV-RADIO to schedule your studio tour. Who doesn't like to be naked? Sure, we all do. But the police usually frown upon public nudity. Well, now you can stay out of jail and look good doing so with a t-shirt from Skunk Duck Design. From sports to politics to the wide world of nerdcraft, there's a shirt for you at Skunk Duck. They even have shirts for you for 20 followers. Skunk Duck shirts come in both a regular and women's cut, and with sizes from extra small to 5XL, there's a shirt for everyone. 
Oh, did I mention they have hoodies too? Because they totally have hoodies. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash skunk duck design to get the shirt that's right for you. That's teespring.com slash stores slash skunk duck design. New shirts are being added all the time. So follow skunk duck on social media at facebook.com slash skunk duck design for all the latest updates. Skunk duck design, the best ducking designs on the web. And now back to DNR Radio. And we're back, DNR Radio. I uh, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. We did. Uh, Dark Side, Russ, uh, talking about the upcoming election results uh, and another election looming on the horizon. 2018? It's already starting. Yeah. Here in Connecticut, we're right looking for another governor. Yeah, please. Uh, the, the position is open. Please. Who wants it? Uh, hopefully somebody who's got a clue. Uh, oh God, there's got to be somebody out there. Somebody. Pull well, somebody better than, than one of the least liked governors in the entire country yeah he's at what last time i checked and this was going back a handful of months ago he was at 26 percent approval rating astronomically low yet yet daniel malloy wants a third term right daniel p malloy as connecticut's chief executive p stands for penis I'll be the one to say, I don't care. I don't like the dude. He well, sucks. He does flip-flop. I know. Oh, God. And he's looking He's looking for another. That's the thing, term limits. That's one of the things Trump was saying. I don't know if it go. I know he was talking about the swamp having term limits. I, would, I don't know if he was talking states. Oh, my God, wouldn't that be nice? Set term limits. How can these people just keep coming back constantly, election after election? But some states have done it. We, we, Connecticut needs term limits. This dude, this dude needs out. He makes us Irish guys look bad. He really does. You know, at first when he when he first went up for election, I'm like, oh, an Irish guy, I'm Democrat, Daniel, Daniel Pimaloy, old Daniel boy. Oh, Top of the morning to you, my Daniel. Such an embarrassment as a as a as any kind of public fi- figure. Oh, I don't he care. sucks he's just, boiled cabbage. God, he is horrible, and he's he's literally put this state in the toilet. And if he gets elected again in 2018. Pull the handle. He, I, I don't think it, I don't think he's got a chance. We didn't think he would have a chance to last go around. We live in a, a very left leaning state. Yeah, he he was he was especially when you look at the past three Hartford mayors. Yeah, have all been convicted of corruption. Mm-hmm. The past two governors have been convicted of corruption. I don't think that there's a head of state anywhere in this state that hasn't been accused of something. We got to find somebody. I mean, even here in Bristol, with Ken Cockaine, there's been accusations been thrown about City Hall. Yeah, there's been some scandal there. Every city, every town in this state has got some level of corruption accusation or proven. Proven, yeah. You know, and 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 it's sad because then it's just it's a dichotomy. Of what's going on in this country. Well, 
you know how how this guy got reelected in 2014 is beyond me. They do four year term limits. That's because the the GOP couldn't put up anybody. Uh, they got nobody. The state I, doesn't have a Republican party. I don't know anybody that voted for him. Literally, no, that's not Once true. Once again, Democrat. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Don't follow. <laughs> Listen, just because you're Democrat doesn't mean you're stupid. Don't follow party lines if it's going to bring Zombies oh. are Democrats. Zombies are all registered Democrats. I actually had one of those, and I don't remember if we talked about it or not. I had briefly. one of those open, open mouth insert foot moments yeah. while I was at work, and you know, one of the guys I work with, we were just talking about it, and I, I was saying, I don't know anybody that was dumb enough to vote for Daniel Malloy. I have no idea. I don't know a single person. You know, if anybody did vote for him, they're they're too afraid to speak up. And this poor bastard looked at me, and goes, "I voted for him," but he was so like so downtrodden. And I'm like, of course, you know, trying to take my words back because I was kind of vicious about it. But I'm like, why did you vote for him? Well, he lied so much the first time and did such a horrible job. I thought there was no place to go but up. That was his mentality. <laughs> who, do, who does I'm that? I'm not kidding. This poor guy. He's such a nice guy, the dude, this dude I'm talking about. I'm not going to say who he is because I don't want to call him out like that. He really is a nice guy. He's cool. He's easygoing. He's nice to talk to and stuff. No idea he was a Democrat. doesn't matter. I don't care. If you're a Democrat, you're a Republican. If you're a nice guy, you're a nice guy. I'm not going to hold that against you. But I'm sitting there bashing this bastard in office, and he, and he throws that out. And I'm like... Is that seriously your thought process, your mentality? You, I've done such a piss poor job this long. How well it can't go anywhere but up. <laughs> Sitting at the bottom of the lake, the only thing you can see is the surface. Yep, you gotta go up from there, right? When you hit rock bottom, there's no place to go but up. No, so, not in Connecticut. Well, hopefully, in 2018, things change. We go subterranean. Oh my God, we we bring out the backhoes. We <sighs> dig deep. There's a name that's being floated out there now: Dan Barry Mayor, Mark Boughton. Uh, he he tried it once before. He uh, did it in uh, 2014. Uh, he tried to run for state office and just couldn't raise the money. So he's already filed his papers with the state uh, to try to uh, raise $250,000 by January of 2018 in order to get the matching funds from the state. So I, I, and I don't understand that. I, you're gonna have to explain this to me, dude. I can't. I don't understand this. So he needs two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to even throw his name in contention. In order to see every every election, whether it's a, a, a state or or federal, uh, you can qualify for matching funds. Right. So that means that the taxpayers will help you run your campaign. So they'll they'll give you dollar for dollar once you reach a certain threshold. Now, with, with presidential, it's it's a few million. You have to raise a few million in order to start getting the matching funds. For the governor's race here in Connecticut, if you can raise $250,000, the state of Connecticut is going to give you dollar for dollar so that you can run ads, so that you can run. So they, they make it an equal playing field for all candidates. So, and does that go for the incumbents too? It goes for the incumbents as well. So he has to Malloy has to come up with Malloy's already I got mean, that's a war already going to be there. He's, already, yeah. right, he's going to have the Democratic Party behind him. If he decides to run, the Dems, unless they're going to throw him in the fire, and and go against him and pick somebody else, he's already got his war chest. Well, see the Democrat, the Democratic Party. Going outside the state, we're talking countrywide, is in disarray as it is now. It is. And I don't know. Hello, guys. Think about it. Maybe it's because you keep electing and keep, you know, keep people in positions like this that completely suck. 
maybe it's time to change it up a little bit. Drain well, your own freaking swamp. As as yeah, and I hate using the term middle age, but that's that's kind of where we are, right? We're in the middle of our our lives. We're not we're not young kids anymore in college, huh. right? Yeah, we're not just yeah. starting out, and we're not retirees. Not yet. Okay. I got my paperwork in the mail, so, but not yet. Not yet, right? It's, I got a couple of years yet. I get my I get I my got, coffee discounts at McDonald's. I got 14 more years till I can retire, I get, baby. Oh well, yeah. Well, I can't wait for my a, uh, a, a, ARP cards, right? Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the, a, the gray hair. When you get fi- when you turn 50, that comes in the mail. Uh, I yeah. want my discount. Yep. I've earned them. I have earned. I a cheap want coffee. my discount. <laughs> Give me my Denny's coffee, damn it. The early bird specials. My 35 cent McDonald's <laughs> cup of Joe. I want to be eating dinner at 3:30 in the afternoon. Early bird special, Absolutely. brother. Give me that 2.99 yep. buffet. Save a buck. I want it. <laughs> Sizzler, baby, all the way. <laughs> anyway. Uh. I don't even know where we were. Oh, we were talking about um, coming up with funds and drinking. I got I got all excited about yeah. my my the buffet old people <laughs> discount. So, uh, older people they vote a certain way. Yeah, and the young kids they vote vote a certain way, and they are the bookends. Mm-hmm. There's more of them than there are of middle of the road people, middle, middle people, aged yeah. people, right? So we're outnumbered. So when it comes to things like who they're going to put in office, older people tend to go with name recognition. Right. They like, they know him, right? I know that name. Uh, he was the mayor of my town, and uh, he's a good Irish boy, and he tries hard. So so the older people will go for that. The younger people, if, they're, if they wear the red... Or they wear the blue. They're gonna they're gonna do it die hard, right? So they're gonna wear the blue for Daniel. That's what they're gonna do. And it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong, because they're blinded by the color, right? They go based upon strict party lines. Okay. Yeah. Where us in the middle, we're still paying our bills. We're still raising our kids. We're the ones that are still trying to make ends meet. So we look at the bigger picture. Right. We look at the pros and cons. Of each candidate, we're not always so focused in on the color of the shirt that they're wearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like this past mayoral election that we had here in, in our city. You know, um, uh, following party lines. In my mind, I'm looking at what's going to help my household. Right, plain and simple. You you own the house. Yeah, the rules and and the the the, the laws that they're passing and the tax increases that they do at city hall mm-hmm. directly affect you. Yeah. So you want that candidate, regardless if he's red or blue or paisley or plaid, you want whoever's going to serve your interests yeah. best. I want to know who's going to be helping me in the long run who's at my right. house. You know? Who's going to either stabilize or lower my tax rate, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. they're out of control. What are we at? 39 is the yeah. mill rate here it's, now? It's getting ridiculous. It's ridiculous yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so we look at that as, as the middle of the road people. Our votes are not enough right. to carry. So that's why we need either a stronger lobby push for the middle age or or we we need to uh, either commit genocide to the seniors or the young ones. And we just, I well, I mean, the problem is, is that these uh, candidates pander to the young ones. You know, you got, you know, and, and going back electoral uh, votes, you know, uh, the Bernie Sanders movement. That old dude, as much as he pissed me off with a lot of the stuff he was saying, it was always the 1%, the top 1% should pay for this, that, the other... He was pandering to the millennials. He was pandering to the young voters. That's what they do. They go out there. They pander to uh, who they know they can they can get on board. Hey, listen, how many young people 
want to be in debt for the rest of their lives to pay off student loans. No, nobody, nobody does. Nobody does. Right? So you get this this old moon bat that's out there saying, oh, hey, free this, free that, you know, free college, free college. That's going to ring a bell. They're not going to think about anything other than that, what they heard. So, I mean, you know, that's going to be the same with the governor. He's going to go out there and he's going to pander to the people that still want their hands out. You know, they're they're not going to want their things taken away from them. Oh, I don't I don't want my stuff taken away. Yeah. He's going to pander to them. What scares me is it's probably going to work someday. It's gonna yeah. Someday it's going to work, and 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 then somebody's going to have to ask these millennials: When you become a one percenter, are you willing to give up seventy five percent of your income? Oh no no no! God forbid! Right? No. no that question was asked of a couple be. of millennials, right? Yeah. So you're you're on track. You're on a career path, where where now the one percenters are considered anybody making over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. I don't know right. if you knew that. No, I didn't. I, I didn't know it was that low. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, which in today's dollars, isn't really a hell of a lot of money. That's the one percenters. That's the one percenters. That's frightening. That is. Holy cow. So you know, there's there's a lot of people that okay, they're not making twenty five percent of that, but that's still a good living. Yeah. Right. You're talking fifty-five, sixty thousand dollars a year, yeah. which you're not in poverty. You, you, if you're living that and your spouse or partner is making that type of money, you're grossing one hundred twenty k into your house every year. You're doing pretty well. Who are you complaining to? Right. So you got student loans, okay? You know. Sorry about your luck. You know uh, how many people? I, and, and I love. I don't know if anybody in our audience ever goes and listens to Mike Rowe uh, and the Mike Rowe Experience. He is fantastic. He was the host of uh, Dirty Jobs oh, on that, Discovery. He is awesome. Right. I love that guy. He 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 leans, I think, more towards the red. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but he, he he tries to pander to both. But he he's got a a workforce uh, uh, group where he tries to train uh, uh, disadvantaged youth in in blue collar jobs, welding, manufacturing, carpentry. Yeah. All the stuff that we still need in this country that pay really good. There is nothing wrong with getting your hands dirty and working for a living. You don't need a bachelor's or master's degree to have a living. Right. I knew a guy that went to a welding school, did some apprenticeship for a few years, and then started his own business. And the guy's making almost 200 k a year. Welding, working his ass off, but making it work. But but he he chooses when he works. Yeah. He's making two hundred k a year, and he can take four or five days off a week. Yep. This guy right here, Nick Sola, the guy that f- helped me out with my furnace. We were talking about it earlier in the program. He is a worker. This guy works his fingers to the bone. He he but he loves every second of it. And he can technically make his own hours. He's, he's doing the master very well of his own domain. He is. He's doing very well for himself. And I don't think he had to go get a bachelor's degree in order to do, you know, furnace and, and, and technical maintenance on that stuff. Know-how and customer service. Absolutely. And he is the master of it. So, you know, there's every, oh, God, it's, I'm I mean, so I'm, I'm all for, them. you know, you, for certain aspects, you need college education, right? Well, yeah. I mean, so you don't, you know, if you're nowadays be like a to be a teacher, policeman, yeah. Yeah. right? You need some level of of college experience. Sure. You got to have yeah. law enforcement training. You got to have criminal justice. Yeah. As a minor or so, you need some training there, but you don't need it to wind up working as a clerk 
in a business office. Right. Uh, to be a, a sales account manager making $40,000 a year with $300,000 in debt because you decided to get a bachelor's degree in philosophy. Right. What What is that going to do for you? That's a wasted yeah. degree. I know a girl who did that. She went, she got her degree um, in like photography or something like that. And is she a photographer? I don't know what the hell she does now. She doesn't like me anymore because our political views differ. You know, deleted us on Facebook. That one, one, one of those, those yeah, one, one of those, those people. You know, cover your cover your eyes and ears and bury your head in the sand. God bless her. Do what you want to do. No skin off my back. But she she went into debt to get a degree at, at uh, what UHA. She went to University of Hartford, um, majored in photography stuff like that. I have no idea what she does. Maybe she does some photography work, or maybe she doesn't. I have no idea. But you're picking these majors, and you're going into debt, and it doesn't make sense. You know, you want to go to college, good for you. I didn't do it. I, I had a very brief stint in college. didn't work out for me. I figured it wasn't my path. If that's what you want to do, you want to go to college, good for you. But pick a field that, that it's going to help you pay off your debt. Don't be stupid about it. You know, if you're you're going into it knowing you're going to be in debt, don't go in for a free ride because of what these freaking politicians are telling you. Oh, free this, free that. Pick something that you're going to advance in, you're going to excel in, and you're going to two hundred fifty thousand to be a top one percenter. Aim for it, and then pay off your freaking debt, and then enjoy what you earned, what you worked for. This is America. It really Chase is. your dream. Yeah, it's a land of opportunities. You don't have to live somebody else's dream. Right. Land of opportunities. Make you could your own. flip a burger and then figure out a way to make that burger better and create your own place. Absolutely. Look at Five Guys. Yeah. Ugh. That is some good oh, stuff. Oh, God. I, I say that because I stopped yeah, there I, the other night for dinner. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. That was, that's some good stuff, right? <laughs> I haven't right? had Five Guys in so long. It's Simple, so though, right? Yeah. Now, it cost me an arm and a leg. Sure. I took the family out there, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Over $70. How many for how many people? Seventy dollars. It was uh, uh, me, uh, Allison, Nico, Paulette, and the twins. Holy cow! Seventy bucks. Seventy bucks. Oof. God. Seven. Now, I'm not saying that I had one burger. No. Well, you can't just have one. You can't just have one. No. Those and, things go down too easy. You can't have small fries. No. You no no no. They get the bigger ones. That. You see, yeah, they pound that. Yeah. They had the two large, and then they mm-hmm. put the extra in there. It's like having six yeah. large. Oh yeah. That yeah. was fine. I was good with that. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. we brought some home with us. Yeah, right? see, now I'm hungry. Yeah, that was good stuff, right? <clears throat> but they, they reinvented the wheel. They did. That's A simple what it boils plan. down to. While yeah. you're waiting, there's some peanuts. Yeah. Knock yourself out. Have at it. Leave hey, the shells. you have peanut allergies? Don't come here. Yeah. We don't want you here. Love it. We, Love we own it. the business. We, we want peanuts yeah. here. Yep. We deem who we want through the door. Yeah. yeah. Good for them. They reinvented the wheel. Listen, you can go get one of those. Making a killing. Yeah, you can go get one of those gray burgers from one of your McDonald's, Burger King, whatever it is. Not, you know, slandering them, but it is what it is. They reinvented it. Good for them. Fresh. They, they make their prices. Good for them. And and you know what? I paid it. Yeah. You have to. I, I, I had to. Mm-hmm. You open it up and you see the grease and it's a drip and the cheese oozing and the... You know, you got the mm. lettuce and the tomato, you got the ketchup, and the man, it's Ooh. all just all coming together. It's and like got, food porn. It gets raw. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But here's the thing, though, is that you're freaking creeping me out, dude. Here's the thing, though, is that, you know, you get these these burger joints that reinvented the wheel. So now they got that, that beautiful, dripping, greasy burger that tastes so good, right? Oh, who's making you uncomfortable? But I know, a little weird. I'll put my clothes back on. But here's the thing, though, is, I mean, of course, now, leaning, playing devil's advocate, somebody has to have some kind of a, a degree to run the business. No, you don't. You know? No, you don't. So you're telling me none of their CEOs in charge? Because I know Five Guys is a chain. Does your guy have they, a degree in bachelor? Uh, in, no, in but accounting? he's not a chain restaurant or anything. No. But the Five Guys, they have a Five Guys down when we go to visit my mother-in-law in South Carolina. Sure, There's they franchise. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, so we hired a lawyer. Somebody's right? got to be hired a franchise to, lawyer. Yeah, but they got to be smart enough to figure that out. And I'm not saying people that don't have college educations aren't smart. Don't. You know, I don't want nobody emailing me giving me that crap. They're gonna I don't, send the hate mail yeah, to www.dnr.net. No. no, I don't have a college degree, but I'm not a stupid person. I'm not. So, but to me, if I went out there and reinvented the burger wheel, as we'll call it. I, I would like somebody that at least has some kind of a business degree, some kind of business sense. I don't have business sense. But you I started barely the have business, computer sense. Right? You start the business, you build it, it's modeled in your form. I take the idea, I model it to how I want it, and then I have to hand it off to somebody who will be smart enough to figure out what to do to with it. Take my your vision right. and to make it big. Right. Okay. To enhance your position. Absolutely. Right? It's That's still what I'm yours. Looking to do. It's still yours. Oh, still my baby. It's still yours. You're still top of that food chain. But I don't have that uh, business acumen. Business, right. right. I don't have that. I'm, I'm going to okay. need somebody to do that. I'm going to have fine. to look at it. And you can hire somebody who's 15 years uh, of student debt laden on them. So, out of the, I'm, I'm, let's say there's two or three owners of uh, five. Okay, let's say there's five owners of five guys. Let's do that. <laughs> two or three owners. No, we'll go with there's five owners of five guys. Let's just uh, hypothetically. So, out of those. Out of those five, you're not. You don't think any of them have any kind of uh, business degree? They might, of- and maybe that's how they started the business. They're like, listen, I can do this better, right. and they knew how to go about it. And they mm. said, listen, we need you to buy into this because I don't have enough capital. All right, and that's how some of these things start. Okay, I like see. I started my own business too. I had I had my own trucks for a while. I had my own trucking company. All right. right, I learned by watching my father. I learned by asking people how to do things. I learned by observing other companies handle their business. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't succeed in the long term. I, I had the business for over five years. And then because I did not have some requisite training, I made bad business decisions mm-hmm. that cost me in the long run to the point where I could not continue to operate, but I was on that cusp. But you, I was now, right on that edge. Were you in it alone, though, or you had business partners? No, it was me. Just you? Just me. Okay, so hindsight, if you had to do over again, would you seek out a business partner, maybe with some kind of a degree in business to to help? Maybe uh, in finance it, to help me. I mean, I had, yeah. I had an accountant that helped keep the books in order and Help uh, make sure that I wasn't profitable, so I didn't have to pay certain amount of taxes. Right. A la Donald Trump, right? Played the game, sure. Right, they played the game. But right? those and are hired, uh, hired. Right. I, I paid him, right? right? I paid him, paid him a stipend for it. So, but as far as like splitting in, hey, I will give you X percent. Right, I give of you twenty percent of the business if you right. come in and you make me legit. So you, so you're the brains of the operation, so to speak. Not saying you don't have brains, but you're you're going to be right. the brains of the operation to incubate my my baby here. Right. You're going to help me along with it. I did not do that. I should have. Hmm. I could have. I had the ideas. I had the connections. 
I did not, uh, I was not able to, to make it happen. Right. So is this like a dead issue though? I mean, is this something that you can bring back? If, well, it's still sitting chosen? there. You pull up the federal register now and Pookie Trucking Company is still there. Oh, yeah. uh, the, the DOT number 881222. Uh, and I can bring that back anytime with uh, uh, bringing back my insurance and everything. But uh, there's a chance in the future. And, and that's, uh, I closed that business 11 years ago. I've learned a lot more in those 11 years since then mm -hmm. that would make uh, me a little more successful. Now, would I be perfect at it? Still no. I'm still too uh, hard-headed, too set in my ways, sure. uh, and I, I don't negotiate well. I right. negotiate like a Jedi. Right? It's either my way or you're going to taste the tip of my lightsaber. <laughs> right? uh, and, and that's usually not good for business. But... Uh, that's it. like me and the old lady will sit there and watch uh, Shark Tank. You ever watch that yeah, show? Yeah. You know, people come in there with their inventions and stuff. And at the very beginning of the show, I think it's like seven, eight seasons in now, whatever. You know, people were bringing in like trinkets that they built in their garage. And, oh, this does this, this does that. Helps you hang plants higher and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, sitting there watching these investors throw money at them. That's what they're there for. They're going in because they had the idea. They're going in. They're looking for an investor, a partner, somebody with the business know-how, somebody with that degree, that somebody skin, with the, the capital, the sheepskin the hanging on the wall, right. right? And you know, of course, me sitting there, uh, I'm always like, man, oh god, why can't I? Th I'm always like thinking, trying to think, like, oh, can I come up with something? You know, can think I get a business going? Think about how simplistic some of those <laughs> inventions are. Yeah, I know. That's what's that's what's messed up. It's like, well, why the hell didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of that? Like, duh. Yeah. Uh, now, I did come up with a couple of inventions of my own back in the day. I just could not. I even made a prototype of one of my inventions. I could not find somebody to. I wasn't going to use it on myself. Well, back in the day, automatic bone rollers were not really you know, because pot wasn't legal yet. Yeah. So, But that was like one of those underground things, <laughs> you know. But no, I came up with uh, something to help make your farts smell good. Not even kidding. It was awesome, and it came from back in the day with, you know, token up a little bit. You know, you take a—follow me on this one. I'm sorry. I'm going to kill a couple minutes go, on this. You take, you take a toilet paper tube, right, and you stuff it with uh, dryer sheets, and you can blow it, you know, because when I used to be at my parents' house, you know, sitting in the room token up a little bit, you blow it through—you know, you open up the window, and you blow it through that, and it comes out the other end smelling like dryer sheets. thinking to myself, well, you do that with farts, right? So, you know, you get a little tiny tube and, like, you know, uh, what do they call those for medicinal purposes? Um, that like they a catheter? No, like they stick it in your rear end with for medicinal purposes. The enemas. Yeah, sort of something like that. A little enema tube or something and just stuff it with a dryer sheet. And when you, you pass gas, it smells like that, you know? These are things that I was thinking up. You know, so you gotta up walk with, around with a tube hanging out of your pooper all day. I couldn't find anybody to do the uh, test subject. <laughs> you know, but that's what I'm trying. But there it is again, though. That's why you do need a college education, yeah. so you're not sitting at home baked like an idiot, like I am, trying to find dude, things to shove up your. Dude, stick this tube up your butt, man. <laughs> I want to smell it. Yeah, dude. Is that new car I smell? <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, I had a buddy of mine that had a business he started of his own too, door to door condom delivery. No. I swear to God, he lived in New Britain, right? And lived near uh, Central, CCSU. And he actually had business cards. He did it all up. Him and a buddy of his, uh, this guy Ivan, they came up with a condom delivery service. Dude, you're out partying. You're hanging out. You got the co-eds. You're hanging out with these chicks. You're about to get down and deep and busy. 
and you don't have a condom, who do you call? You call the condom delivery guys. They would literally be at your house locally within 15 minutes with a condom of your choice for a fee. You know who'd make a killing then on college campuses? Mm-hmm. You'd make a, you'd destroy it. That's, they lived in New Britain, and CCSU is in New Britain. Destroy they the business. Were, they were making cash. They were actually doing really well for a couple young idiots. It was a brilliant idea, though. It's like, why not, why not think of something like that? You know, a bunch of college kids did with the uh, post-semester packing. Hmm. If, you, if you're coming back to that campus next year, they'll take your belongings out of the dorm room, pack them in boxes, put them in storage for a fee. Next semester, they'll move them back for you. Really? Just college guys in boxes. That's huh. it. And now they franchised it. It's all over the country on college campuses. See, and that was the same business my buddy had, college guys servicing boxes. Real? Real? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're gonna we're gonna end this oh, episode on. seven. Come on, God, that was, that, was, that was a good one. Yeah, we didn't even touch that much of politics this week on the national level. Hey, that was I just know. a fun. I'm sorry, that was a good conversation. Kind of, it was kind a of went off a little bit. But, we did. Uh, you, you know could, what? We got to do that every once in a while. Yeah, but you can always we're reach going us. up on two months here. I know, dude. Next week will be the eighth episode, won't it? Wow. Yeah. Well, if you have anything you want to throw in there, throw in the mix: political, non-political. Uh, tell me how much of an idiot I am. DNRradio.net, uh, radio DNR at gmail.com. Of course, you can get us at Facebook or uh, our Twitter feed. Feel free to drop us a line. Let us know what's going on. Uh, once again, thank you to uh, Skunk Duck Designs for our graphics. Check out the, the fantastic logo they hooked us up with on our website. Teespring.com, yeah, Skunk fa- Duck Designs. Fantastic. Uh, Modulex New England, of course, for helping us print out the banner and everything like that. And uh, once a lot of again, friends of the show. Cold season coming on. Anybody needs their furnace uh, service taken care of? If, you know, you got to keep the house hot and everything like that. Uh, Solus Heating LLC, 203 437 8183. 203 437 8183. Feel free to give him a call. Very fantastic dude, reasonably priced, and he'll, he'll definitely help you out. Well, I hope everybody had as good a uh, holiday as uh, Darkseid and I did. Uh, we're going to look forward to next week when we'll get back on topic a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Uh, episode eight coming up. I'm excited. Two months into this, and Two it months. just kept better each and every time I, we I'm do it. Looking forward to the future here. This is fantastic. Without a college stuff. degree, it we're is. doing it, brother. Even the dogs are digging it. You <laughs> Even hear it the in dogs the background. Love it. We're going to take you out with some John Denver. Take me home uh, for Dark Side. This is Russ. Thanks for listening to DNR Radio. We'll catch you next week. Peace. <laughs> Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads, take me home to the place.
Yesterday 